Welcome, and thank you for joining us for Harper A. Ron's Impact 32 podcast, here to share how our ministry and partners are bringing the Great Commission to Iran and beyond. Coming up, we have Edwin Kashish Abnus, Managing Producer of Mohabat TV, along with Amir Javazadah, Regional Director with Heart for Iran, where they will be sharing the testimonies of earthquake victims in Turkey. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Impact 32 podcast. This is a Heart for Iran podcast. As you guys know, Heart for Iran is a partnership of 100 ministries, and we are glad and honored to be able to work in the region that is thirsty for Christ. My name is Edwin Opnos, and I'm with Heart for Iran, obviously, and, and I'm glad to have uh, one of my uh, colleagues, one of my close friends or partners with me today, uh, Amir Javadzadeh. He is a longtime friend, not only a friend, but a co-laborer of the gospel. He's been working with Heart for Iran for over a decade now. Amir is a regional director for Heart for Iran. He is uh, lo- uh, located in Europe. Amir, welcome, brother. How are you? Thank you, Edwin John. Uh, God bless you. And I, I want to say hello to my dear brother and sister in Christ. And it is Thank you for inviting me to share about the Turkey. Yeah, as as you mentioned, this podcast will be focusing on uh, disaster relief in Turkey. As you guys definitely know, it's all over in the news. Uh, a uh, massive, devastating earthquake happened back in February 6 uh, in Turkey and Syria, on the border of Turkey and Syria. And as of today... Uh, the latest news is there are over 50,000 people uh, that are under, you know, went under de- debris and died as a result of this uh, devastating earthquake. Such a uh, sad story. And, uh, you know, I have throughout my this almost 50 years of life that I had, I have witnessed several devastating earthquakes like that. Uh, casualties of about 50,000 and it's it's um it's sad to see that people suffer such a disaster natural disaster and uh, um Amir I was you and I were traveling I remember that day when we were traveling and uh we were in a production back in that time and um once you heard the news um you left everything the production and headed to Turkey. And I know how difficult of a flight was for you, especially you know at the beginning of this uh, 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 happening, uh, a lot of flight got canceled. It was, a lot of uh, uh, delays were happening. You got yourself to that border uh, with, um, uh, with other uh, ministry partners. And um, you, you, you were there not only to help, but also you were there not only you know, a system, uh, everybody who were on the ground helping people get out of that uh, debris and and, and the, uh, all that uh, craziness, but also you were there to share the gospel. You were there to hold their hands, pray with them and cry f- with them and uh, share the, uh, the suffering that they were going through. Tell me a little bit about your first experience. Once yeah. you get over there on that side, what were you thinking? What did you see? How was your feelings, uh, Amir? Sure, thank you. It's actually, as you shared about the, uh, um, I was going from the middle of the production to Turkey, 
a few times my flight was canceled. Even few people who they were very close to me, they said, maybe God doesn't want you to go there because it's not safe. And uh, even, I mean, uh, it was for everyone was okay if I cannot go there. And midnight, I wake up, I said, maybe God wants I go there and maybe Satan doesn't want I go there. And I bought midnight ticket for next day. And I went there and uh, when I was there, when I saw people, it was really very, very, very sad. Our uh, ministry name is Heart for Iran, but I was in Turkey. And people, they were, at, some of the church members even, they were asking me, Amir, in Iran also was earthquake, but now you're in Turkey. I said, because in Bible is saying, love your God and love your neighbor. And that's the time to go there. And when I saw the uh, Turkish people, actually we were in Antioch. Antioch is the one of the city in the first generation of the Christianity. I mean, the, the beginning of church. You, we can see in act, uh, the Antioch was the one of the church, very active church, but for long, long, long time, was no church there until 25 ye years ago, one of my friend and his wife, they went there and they started church. Anyway, we went to that area, which is the that region, they speak their uh, mother language, it's, first, uh, it's Arabic, sorry, because it's the border of the Syria. And but they can all of them they can speak Turkish. We were asking them if they need uh, anything, how we can help them. And then I mean, I was asking them what we can bring for you. And they were not thinking about themselves. They said, "My neighbor doesn't have a blanket. My neighbor does. My other neighbor doesn't have a tent." And I saw they don't have anything, but they were thinking about their uh, other people. And that was, was touched my heart. And I said, wow, they are not Christian, but the way they are uh, looking to their neighbors, to their, uh, you know, other people, they are taking care of themselves. And even they, did, they didn't have anything, they start to uh, give us the, I mean, make a Turkish coffee and they gave us Turkish coffee. That was really, it was very painful for me because the only bottle of the water they had, they made Turkish coffee. And I cried. I said, you have children, but you gave your uh, the water for us. And uh, the lady, she was saying, God sent you here because my government didn't come here. And another man, he was, I mean, the other day we went to give the food to them. Another man, he was telling me, uh, he was actually uh, in the corner and I went to, ask how are you because I saw he's very tense and I saw a lot of uh, anger in his face in and his eyes and then I asked how are you he said why well, you are asking uh, me how I am you see everything is destroyed and I said uh, can I hug you I hugged him and I said uh, when I hugged him I heard his breathing very uh, uh, difficultly and he started to cry and I cried with him. And I said, please tell me what happens. And he said, the first day when earthquake happened, uh, I tried to uh, ask my daughter, my son-in-law and my grandchild to help them to come out. But the earthquake, it was so fast and I didn't know what happens. I was out of the building 
but they were under the barriers. And I could hear them, uh, my uh, uh, son-in-law and I, my daughter, they were saying, help, help. And I was crying. I said, I cannot do because the barrier was so heavy, the, uh, all of the things. And the same day, I mean, it was very early morning earthquake happened. Same day rescue team, they came there uh, and he asked, please help me to bring out my daughter and my son-in-law and my grandchild. They said, no, we have a plan to go to another part of the uh, this area because you are Shia and we are going to help Sunni first. This is the something, uh, I mean, the between the Muslim uh, Just to uh, explain for the viewers who may not know, Muslims have different sects. They have Shiites and Sunnis, and these two, they usually do not agree in many religious and spiritual matters. And not only they do not agree, there is a there is a long history of enmity between these two. And the reason these uh, Sunni rescue uh, uh, workers did not help the Shiite um, uh, sufferer was just because he belonged to a sect that they did not approve. Go ahead, Amir. Yes, thank you very much for explaining. Uh, and this man, he was uh, uh, very angry and he said, yeah, they left me, they didn't help me. My own government, my Islamic government, they didn't help me. But even you are Christian and kafir, because the Muslim, they believe Christian, they are kafir and unclean. And I said, I'm not just Christian, I was Muslim background, I'm Muslim background Christian, which is double kafir or double unclean. And he said, no, you are clean. You are my uh, friend. And he, he was crying and I prayed for him. I said, I'm sorry, what happens next? He said, for five days, I could hear my daughter and my son-in-law, but not anymore cry of my uh, grandchild. And after five days, the second uh, rescue team, uh, they came from the NGO and they helped me to take off the barriers. And they told me, you have to go uh, not come close because I wanted to find them quickly because the last day I didn't hear any more of them and the one of the doctor was there when they checked their body he said I'm so so sorry they just died a few hours ago I mean the parents the daughter and his son-in-law but the baby she was died in first or second days and the way they died they were holding hand together these uh, three a wonderful family and they passed away and it was really very very difficult to hear this kind of the story people they are in very very uh, bad situation now and uh, you know uh, Edwin John I ask you please read the Matthew uh, chapter 25 if you please read that, uh, that uh, Matthew, I, I will try. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly in tears. Here, here, stories like that is just so sad. It puts it puts it on, in perspective how sometimes we think about unnecessary and, in, and unimportant stuff, and we worry about things that is not really that important. And then you see how people suffer, and then you were ashamed. You know, I, I, I feel ashamed of myself that I worry about things that is not is not really important when you put it in perspective. Uh, Matthew, uh, the, 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 the passage that you mentioned says, 
For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The, the king will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Amen. Amen. When I was there, you asked me, what was your feeling? Your first question, but now uh, is the nearly end of the time. But I was when I was there, I was feeling I am serving Jesus. I'm giving Jesus food. I'm giving Jesus blanket or other things. And also, I had a chance to pray with these wonderful people of God. And they were asking, and they were holding hand and asking me to pray for them in Jesus' name. I gave Bible to them. But before I gave Bible, I was showing I love them. Jesus said, love your neighbor. Mm. Love is most important and powerful things in the world. God is love because of that. And also, uh, I remember when I was praying with them and uh, they were crying. They were saying, uh, we want to know about uh, Jesus more. And uh, they wanted just, you know, uh, just start new life. And this is wonderful opportunity for you, my brother and my sister in Christ, which is we are living in our cozy life, in our, everything is fine in around our uh, life, but our brother and sister in Turkey, they are suffering. They need our help. They need our prayers. They need our love. Mm -hmm. And I want to uh, end with this story. It was a, another earthquake. And that uh, country was the Christian country. So many people, they were dying. And the pastors, they went to pray for people. One of the pastors, he was going to pray for people. They, he saw that many people, they are dying, they are unconscious, they cannot understand. And he find somebody was under the barriers, but trying to come out, but it was stuck there. And he said, okay, I can share the uh, gospel with him. And he went to say hello. And that man, he was stuck on the barrier. He said, would you please bring water for me? I'm very thirsty. Is over there, and he bring water for him, and he drink, drank water, and and little bit after that, he wanted to share again about Jesus, and the man he said, "Can you bring that picture? Is my family? They all died under the uh, earthquake and the, under the barriers. I want to uh, see their picture, and I want to hold their picture, and he hold the picture, and he close his eyes." And pastor, he told, he told this man died. He wanted to go. And that man, he opened his eyes again. He said, 
I'm sorry, you wanted to say something. He said, yes, I thought you died already. I wanted to actually share about Jesus, but I think it's too late, you are dying. He said, I don't know who is Jesus, but if he is like you, I won't give my heart to Jesus. This is the story of the, our life. We have to show Christ in our life. And this is best time for my, for, uh, for you, my brother, my sister in Christ is for all of us to show love of God. I mean, you were, we were talking off camera when you were sharing the story of that gentleman that his daughter and, and you know, um, her wife were on the debris. And he told me that all these uh, international relief organizations were there to provide medical help and re basic resources for this vic earthquake victims. And uh, as you mentioned, you, along with many other, brought food uh, and you were distributing. And then he at some point said, I don't want your food. Just give it to someone else. And he just sat there, you know, quiet by himself. And then you said, you said to your friends, to coworkers, you go, go ahead and distribute food. I need to sit down with this guy. And then you just held his hand. Sometimes, uh, you know, it's, and, and then we, we go over there to, to preach the gospel, right? To share the good news of the gospel for, for those who are suffering. That is where we think it is most needed. When you are in suffering, when you're a victim of something, that is the best way, best time to see the goodness of God. At the same time, it's the gospel has to be in action. Love has to be in action. You have to hold hands. You need to be a shoulder for crying eyes, right? You need to be a, someone who to, 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 for, uh, to be uh, next to someone who can trust you and lean uh, towards you and, and hold your hand and, and, and trust that you will understand or at least attempt to understand their pain. And, and when, when you're sharing these stories and testimonies, that's what I gather. It's good to preach the gospel and we have to do it. That is, that is the mission, the great commission that we have to be paying attention. But at the same time, if a brother is in need, if he's under debris in, in a suffering, an earthquake, has lost uh, um, family members, good news of the gospel is not enough. You got to be helping them in action. You need to be there. To, you need to help them with the resources that you have at your disposal. And thank you very much, Amy, for these uh, for these stories. And I know you have a lot more testimonies. When, whenever I, sh I sit, sit down with you, uh, you go on and on and, and share these amazing life-changing uh, stories, and especially because you have this pastor heart, you have this tender heart that you sit down and, and want to be one in people, especially those who are suffering. And that out of that comes, comes out miracles. And that is the Holy Spirit working through you and many people like you. And I just want to uh, ask you one uh, last question, even though you mentioned it in your la uh, uh, last uh, statement, that uh, how can our listeners uh, help when it comes to uh, matters like this, especially for the earthquake in Turkey? How, how, they can, how can they pray? Yes. My dear and brother uh, in Christ, you can pray for them uh, as they lost their family. And just uh, when you are praying, for a few seconds, just put yourself in their uh, position, in their situation. They have nothing. Even they don't have hope, they don't have future. They don't want to live. 
but God has a plan for them. Pray for them with compassion uh, and also uh, in Bible is saying uh, sorry, let me I say in Farsi do Fulfill the love in action, not just in words. Right? Yeah. And it's easy to just, we say, God loves you. We pray for you. But we do act. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's your act. Maybe God is putting to your heart to give. Maybe God is, uh, I mean, right now, touch your heart. And you want to do something great for these wonderful people. And is one of the church, which is started 25 years ago in uh, Antioch after long long time this church destroyed completely maybe God is putting to your heart to build this building mm. if anything you uh, you are when you are praying ask God to lead you to show you and do anything you want to with your heart with the, all your heart for glory of God God bless Thank you very much, Amir. Uh, brothers and sisters, do pray, do give. Either donate to Heart for Iran or any other reputable organizations working in Turkey. And finally, tell others to pray and support for these victims, the things that they are going through. Thank you very much for listening. And I encourage you to support the disaster relief efforts by going to heartforiran.com and stay tuned for new episodes of Impact 32 every month on all, on all major streaming platforms. God bless.